what's up it's miss watch creative coach you are tuning in to our dear fear series on the bay podcast make sure you subscribe to our youtube channel the link is in the bio and we are ready to rock and roll Hey guys, welcome back to the Bay Podcast. We are here for our Dear Fear series. I'm your host, Miss West Creative Coach, and I have the pleasure of having Julius Vaughn here today. So excited. Uh, Julius, go ahead and introduce yourself for the, for the people. How you doing? My name is uh, Julius Vaughn. Um, I have a t-shirt brand called Mentally Wealthy. Um, tagline, Mental Health is Wealth. And it's really just about putting your mental health first, making that the top priority. I believe that, you know, we're all in this, this stressful time. We're trying to get this bag, trying to build this business. And while that's important, um, life has just taught me that the most important thing is taking care of your mental health. Because without that, you know, the wealth really can't materialize. So that's a fact. Um, I love to have you here because we're both in the mental health field. And I think many people think that if you are a practitioner, a therapist, an advocate, a coach, consultant, that you don't struggle with the things that you're teaching. And I mean, false, (laughs) right? I actually think that we struggle with it even more. And that's kind of what leads us to the path to make an impact. What what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, um, so I have to agree with you. I really think that sometimes um, we can get caught up into pouring into other people so much that we forget to pour into our own cup or Mm -hmm. we don't pour into our own cup enough, right? So if you were to think about, think about the analogy, you know, we we always say you can only pour from a cup that's overflowing, right? Well, when you're in this kind of field, whether you're a coach, whether you're a therapist or whatever, you're not serving just, you know, the, a small table or just your best friend or so. You're serving the pool you're serving, you're serving an entire party, right? So your cup that you gotta fill isn't just maybe like a little dinner dinner time cup, right? You might gotta fill a jug, right, mm-hmm. to pour from, right? So it's important that you pour extra into yourself. You know what I mean? And so I absolutely agree with you. I agree with that. So when you say you're not only serving the person who's in front of you, you're serving even a bigger portion. Are you talking about like the skills that you're teaching them is, is for them to go and implement and make a continued impact? No, I mean, no, I'm talking about burnout. I'm talking about you specifically burnout, gotcha. right? So as a coach, as a coach, you point into other people, as you talked about, you know, pouring into your other self, pouring into yourself can kind of fall to the wayside sometimes. Gotcha. So I think, you know what I mean? It's, when, you, when you're serving other people in the way that you are, you know, it's even more important that you pour into yourself because the pool, because the pool in which you're pouring into is so large. You gotcha. follow me? You can't pull from, uh, Yeah. You know, what's funny because where my mind goes, because I totally agree with you, but I, I think also we have some pressure because let's say you're working with somebody and you're teaching them on anger control, right? Mm-hmm. And as you're teaching them, the, the goal is for them to, address their anger control so they can make a so they can make sound decisions so as we're serving and teaching I know for me sometimes it's like okay the ultimate result is for them not to go and do a b and c which impacts their child their partner etc and 
all of that weight is like a domino effect in regards to our overflow that needs to be because every time we talk, even this right here, I know for me, I always have to decompress after I'm doing some kind of live interaction, whether it's a podcast, whether it's my accountability on demand group coaching program or where, whether I'm presenting. Once the light goes off, I'm like, whew, even though when we're, when we're on, we're on. And so I just feel like we're exerting energy in so many different areas, physically, mentally, emotionally, subconsciously. Um, and we're wrapping up mental health month, May, but mental health month needs to be every single day, every single month. It's, it's crucial. Mm -hmm. So tell me about your brand, like literally and pull your shirt up a little bit. Cause you, we, we covering the logo, whatnot mentally wealthy mental health is wealth what triggered this whole creation of a brand yeah so um as i said before it's something that really life has kind of taught me right i battled with depression and social anxiety for well over 10 years um going back to like you know my college years um and so one of the misconceptions with depression is that sometimes i mean that every time you go through it, like you're gonna go through it and it's like, you're gonna get over it, it's done, right. right? But if you don't have the necessary things in place, right? You're not going to therapy and implementing these things, oftentimes it comes back. And that's what was happening with me, mm -hmm. right? To the point where, you know, I'm grown, I got family, right? I get a you know good job working for the government, everything that looked right. Um, but because I didn't tend to my mental health the way I was supposed to and consistently enough, um as i progressed in that in that in my career uh it affected me it came back um early on depression i got so bad where i attempted to take my life right so i was very familiar with this thing and how i looked mm -hmm. um when i was in when i was in my nine to five uh it came back to that same strength right to the point where i was stuck um had those suicidal thoughts and um things got so bad where i had to check myself into a hospital. Um, I spoke with a therapist, a psychiatrist, um, and she recommended that uh, I take off my job. And um, she was like, you know, you can do um, some type of leave where it can be as needed, or um, you can, we can just give you three months flat out. I said, give me three months, I'm out, right? Because <laughs> the environment was so toxic. Yeah. It was so toxic. I remember at one point, um, I had called, I had called out, right? I called my boss and said, hey, I'm not gonna be in today. Mm -hmm. My son's sick. And she told me, well, you're gonna have to find someone else to watch him. No. You gotta come in. I said, no, I don't think you hear me. My son is sick, I will not be in today. Well, there's gonna be consequences. I said, you do what you have to do. I'm not coming in, okay. hung up the phone. Uh, consequences was got suspended, obviously no pay. And that affected my family. I come home from work one day, my son, he's a child. I think he's like, I think it was like a, a little over one at this time, right? Mm -hmm. Sitting in a high chair, crying. Turned to my wife. I'm like, what's going on? She's like, he's hungry. I said, well, we got food, right? She said, no, we don't have any food in the house. At this time, I had $5 in my name. I had just signed up for Uber, mm -hmm. right? Got approved. So I was like, and because of the suspension, I was like three weeks, three weeks out before some, in before some income was coming um so 
I got in my car. I went and drove first $10, went to the store, got me some food, brought it back home. And I stayed out the entire night to make money. And I said, I'd be damned, excuse me. But I said, I'd be damned if this happens again wow. to my son, to my family. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to take any food off my plate because um, because of something that's, you know, selfish. Right. right? The environment was toxic. Um, was this so a, like push. a mental health role? I'm sorry? Was this a, what kind of role were you in? I was working for the federal government, Department of Defense. Okay, wow. Yeah. So, you know, that was like enough is enough, you know, between that, you know, other things going on in the job. Um, long story short, I, just, I left my job. And during those three, during those three months that the doctor gave me, um, I just noticed a big difference, big change in my, in, in my energy, how I was showing up for my family and everything. And so I was like, you know, I just can't get back, can't go back. I can't go back to that job. So I worked as an Uber driver to see if I could replace my income during those three months. Mm-hmm. I did. The day I was supposed to come back, I walked in and gave my boss the notice. I said, I'm out. I never looked back. So that 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 was another thing that was just like, you know what? I don't care how good something might look. If it is negatively, negatively impacting your mental health, yep. you got to let it go. You got to let it go. You know, I think as a society, as a community, we're learning that. But back in the day, uh, you don't let you don't let no job go. You 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 wait till they tell you to go. I know, I know at least uh, how do I say this culturally, like mm-hmm. being an entrepreneur. Like I'm the first person in my family who's an entrepreneur. First person who's even considering doing this full time. And when I tell family about it, girl, you crazy. You got that. And so you get these things in your in your ear when really you. If you have faith and you believe in the impact and the value you make, you're going to be all right, right? But when it hits to your mental health, that should be a non-negotiable. Absolutely. Because I think we forget we can get another job. Those aren't going anywhere. It might not be what you want. It might not be you working from home, but it will be a role that you can do because just like we done got all these jobs in the past, you can get another job. But I think we, we get comfortable. Um, but I'm so proud of you. First of all, thank you for sharing your story. And then secondly, I'm proud of you for doing what you did because some of us will, I got to find a sitter. I, I, I got to go to work. The, the master calling, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we have to remember, you know, um, of course, you know, I'm an ET fan as well. You're an ET fan as well, right? <laughs> One of the big things he talks about um, is always reminding yourself why you do what you do. You know, and it's like a lot of times we're out here hustling, we're trying to get a bag, whether it's building a business, we're trying to, you know, work this nine to five, whatever. And the people we love most is suffering. Yeah. You know, so. Very true. So what, like, what do you have planned right now in regards to soaring in your gifts, making sure that your message with mentally wealthy is out there in the universe? Um, like right now, what do you have percolating? So um, next week, I have something called a safe space, right? Which is an open discussion around topics dealing with mental health, mm-hmm. right? It's an environment, whether you're going through something yourself, you um, have a loved one going through something, um, we can come together and have these discussions, share our fears, share our concerns, share our experiences, right? Um uh, as we talked earlier, I was doing some coaching, I was doing some speaking, and I shut it down to tend mm-hmm. to my family. 
And when I really got connected with them and uh, helping my wife get her mental health together, uh, one of the things I started noticing was the value of us leaning on one another. Mm. Right? Um, you know, what, what came out of that was knowledge beyond whatever I, you know, I thought was possible. Um, like, Lashana, you in the field, I didn't know that there was a uh, such thing as a trauma-based therapist, mm-hmm. right? And so initially when she started going to therapy, she was just going, taking the, um, the cognitive behavior therapy, yeah. right? And she was struggling with it. It really wasn't working. But um, it wasn't until someone recommended that, hey, she gets a trauma-based therapist that she got with one and she started seeing results. So I wanted to create that environment in which we can have these kind of conversations and share these experiences and help one another out, right? Because therapy is too important for us to give up on it because we we, we stumbled upon the wrong therapist, mm-hmm. right? Or we're struggling finding the right therapist. It's, it's too important. It's too critical for our lives, right. right? And so if I can create an environment that we can share those kind of experiences and help one another, that'd be great. So uh, that's happening next week. Awesome. And before we wrap up, I'll definitely have you share where they can find more information. But I wanted to backpedal because I think a lot of times when the therapist is not a good fit, we just say F therapy, therapy doesn't work. But literally, it's not even about cultural. Like I could find a Black therapist. That doesn't mean it's a connection. We got to dig deeper. Is it a a trauma therapist, CBT? Is it um, someone who is... um, specialized in the certain gender identification that I do, uh, sexual therapist, like they're just like we go and we look for the, the dopest lash artist or the, the best person that could do a tight fade for the specific fade that we want. We got to have that same vigor and same, um, persistence when looking for the right therapist and being persistent and not giving up. If we have to go to, to two or three, to get our needs met. Because if you think about it, when someone's newly out of school and they're new into the therapeutic realm, uh, they're probably a little green. They might not be effective that can really dig deep and support you. Not saying they're not a good therapist, but it might not just, it might not be the one that you need. So I love that you brought that out because if you get on psychology today, black girls therapy, whatever platform you're looking at, there is a filter for you to find the one that connects best with you. Um, so I'm excited for the platform you're creating. Is this like a group platform or how, like what's the framework or the structure of it? Yeah, so this is going to be like a group platform, a group setting. Right now I'm doing it in person. Um, I'm located in uh, the area of Baltimore, Maryland. Okay. So I will be doing it in person at Impact Hub, um, which is a, a, a co-working space uh, that's available in the city, inner city. Gotcha. But eventually we'll be transitioning it from in person to online as well. Um, I know it's a little backwards. A lot of us start online and transition in person, but um, yeah, that's what I want to do with this thing. I would say whatever the need is, um, congrats on that. Uh, Just to change pace a little bit, what I've been doing with all of my guests is doing a quick on the spot chat with fear. Um, So what I mean by that is like, I want you to look dead in the camera like you're talking to fear and really tell fear what you want to share with it whether you know 
the impact, uh, how you triumphant, anything that you want to share with fear, couple, couple minutes, couple seconds, whatever you whatever you feel comfortable with. Um, and then I'm going to go as well. And uh, then we'll, we'll wrap up the podcast session. So uh, would you like to go or you want me to go first? Uh, I'll go ahead and go first. I'll go ahead and go. Oh, okay. Let's go. Um, so if I had to go straight, I would say, uh, you don't have all the answers. You ain't got the answers, Sway. Uh, you know, I understand the role you play. Um, as they, they call you, you know, uh, false evidence appearing real. Um, I hear what you say, but I'm gonna go despite, despite what you're saying, I'm gonna go because I'm a, it's time to prove you wrong. So yeah. Peace out. Nope, no way. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't say the whole word, but listen, it's funny because like when you be talking to fear, it's like a whole different kind of personality persona come because that's what you gotta do. Usually I say, uh, I need us to be as firm with fear and as assertive with fear as we are with the bill collectors. Mm, mm-hmm. When the bill collectors call my mama, you, you would think she a kingpin thug. Like, <laughs> like straight up, straight up stunting on the bill collectors, right? But when fear calls, we shrink. Mm. So here's my go at fear. So it's funny because we give you a lot of attention and you would think it's because you're relevant, but it's because you're really not. And the reason why we talk about you so much is because we want you to know that we're not afraid. And with you being around, with you planting these seeds in our heads, it just reminds us on how much harder we have to talk about you so we can let everybody know that you're this small, you're very minute. So uh, you can keep trying. Because actually, it's kind of good. It gives us a reminder of how hard we got to keep thugging this thing out. But uh, you might as well give up because you're not you're not staying nowhere. <laughs> Throwing the towel, bro. Well, <laughs> <laughs> <Slug> all. <laughs> awesome. So, how, how was that, Julius? I think it was pretty good. It was really good. Yeah. I think- if, I, if I was fit, if I was fair, I'd give up. I mean, literally, like, what do you think is fueling fear? Like, uh, I would have to say uh, trauma. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go a little deeper. I'm going to say uh, unconscious trauma. Mm. Uh, one of the things that uh, you, uh, you're familiar with, um, one of the things I learned was we only know what we're exposed to. It's impossible for us to know anything of it, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, you look at someone who skydives, jumps out of planes, right? Maybe that was in their, their family lineage, right? Maybe mm-hmm. their their parents jumped out of planes. Maybe no one told them, hey, you could die doing this thing, right? Right. Um, that's one of the things that I want to do eventually. And one of the things that uh, I keep going back to, to try to motivate me to get there, mm-hmm. is the reality that you're more likely to die in a car crash than you are, you know, jumping out of a plane. Yeah. Um, but I know that was kind of a little off topic, but uh, I think I think what motivates fear is unconscious traumas. 
No, I think you're spot on with that. And um, it's funny, I'm kind of not pivoting, but I'm repositioning my support with entrepreneurs. It's letting them know how trauma is really impacting business. Oh, yeah. Past trauma, whether it's abuse and neglect, whether it's being bullied, whether it's being exposed to domestic violence, not really having a lot of attention, not having a voice. Okay, we get into this new world of entrepreneurship. And even though we have this dope product, we don't want to ask for the sale. Uh, we can't show up on social media and go live. We're shrinking. Uh, we're not saying yes to opportunities. Okay, is it low self-esteem? Is it lack of confidence? Okay, let's just say yes. But where does that come from? Where does that come from? Let's just back it up. So uh, it's funny because June 7th, I'm having a triumph, sorry, trauma to triumph masterclass. And we're going, we're going, we're going to dig deep. I would love for you to be there. Um, oh, yeah, I'll super be excited about it. And we got to connect the dots on how limiting beliefs and past trauma is impacting business, which impacts the money. Yep. All right. It's been a dope conversation. I always want to know, like, and I know you talked about safe space. How can we reach out to you? Um, where do we go? Where are you at in the social media streets? And uh, then we'll wrap up. Yeah, so you can um, you can find me on Instagram at uh, Mental Health as Wealth. Underscore Mental Health as Wealth. Um, also, um, definitely get the gear. Ment uh, mentally Wealthy. Oh, and Lashana, I forgot to point out. Um, if you look at the W, Look at the W. The H is in the W, right? Because health is in wealth. Right? Oh, I love that. So, I didn't um, realize that. I have the black one. What other colors you got? So yeah, so I just I just released the uh, blue. Um, I have purple, um, gray, and we also getting some uh, like some t-shirt type hoodies going oh, on. So I hat? just kind. Of, I'm sorry. Thin, like thin hoodies? Well, yeah, well, yes, yeah, a t-shirt. It's actually like a workout material. Gotcha. And it has a hood to it. Nice. Right. Okay. So, yeah, we're going to be dropping some new gear coming soon. So that's definitely, you know, keep in touch. Go to the website. The website is mentally-wealthy.com. And uh, check us out. Good stuff. Well, thank you again, Julius, for coming on. Um, I'm excited for your upcoming project that you're working on. And make sure you guys check out uh, the Trauma to Triumph Masterclass June 7th. The link will be in the description and uh, we'll see y'all next time on the Bay Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in into the Bay Podcast. We are excited that you were able to connect and listen to some of our awesome information that we had to share. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Miss West Creative Coach and Balance Above Everything. And if you would like to schedule a complimentary clarity call, check out the bio. All the information is there. And lastly, we want to help you build a core offer of impact. So if fear, imposter syndrome, and a distorted mindset is holding you back, then you are in the right place and we want to get you to moving forward and we will see you next time on the Bay Podcast.